Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Midweek War. I, of course, am Mad Mike. You all know me. With me, as always, to talk Lucha Underground is the voice of of Inspire for Wrestling and a hater of all my parody songs, Eamon Payton, how are you? I'm not a hater. I'm, I, I, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. That's a per- appropriate That's thing. a different song I could do for a different group of Lucha Underground oh, wrestlers. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought Rob was only true in the wrestling ring. Let's, let's, let's. No, no, we'll stop. We'll stop immediately. Yes. <laughs> we are here to talk Lucha Underground and... It was all one match this week. It was all one match, Eamon. Yes, indeed. So, uh, Qualas to Palabra. Uh, me, Palabra this week is, uh, trying to think of appropriate work. Um, rebirth? Is that a good one? I, I guess it's appropriate for this story. Yeah. Sure. 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 I like it. Um, my, uh, me, Palabra this week is going to be Batman. Batman. <laughs> Batman. Yes. Batman. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, Eamon, I know when Lucha has these matches, it's a little bit difficult to break it down, but um, Qualis to Bueno this week. Uh, my Bueno for this week, uh, I think we can equally say the, the match I think is very good overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that stretch of Pentagon and Phoenix as the last two is really great. Yeah, yeah, it, it was really a lot of fun. Like, um, I, I like that those two were the. I love that those two were the ending two guys because I think they were the best guys to do it. You know, to do that with. I'm not quite with you on that one. Okay, I'm not quite with you on that it's one. Based on, I, I don't know. I just really love the story that Matt Striker particularly told of like these guys came in at the same time. Like this was, a, they're they're very like linked in the same way, even though their stories haven't like kind of crossed in a way. But they're very like they're they're I think the two of the bigger representations of like lucha underground. You know, what I mean? yeah. In that sense, I really loved it, and I thought it was really great for them to to be the ones that do get out at the end. Hmm. Um. Me bueno this week is obviously gotta go to the comeback of Mil Mortis. Hmm. Um. I like how. Uh, they even took notice to see that he had the new mask on and the mask. And I'm not sure if you picked up on this last week from the little we saw a mill, but I definitely saw it this week. The new parts of his mask were like stitched together from where, yeah. from where uh, Matanza ripped it open. Yep. Yeah. I, really, really cool. Um, I'm very excited for Muertes and Cuerno, assumedly going forward, because Muertes is ab- absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cuerno, I think, is one of my underrated favorite guys in Lucha Underground. I think he's delivered consistently to a point where I'm very excited for this match. Yeah, so, Cuerno, Cuerno can be super good when he yeah. has like a good storyline behind it. And I, I assume they're gonna have a Grave Consequences matches. I assume, maybe, maybe, or maybe like 
a Hunter's Paradise match? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck kind of match they're going to have. I'm excited to find out. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so, but not every show is perfect. We all know this. Mm-hmm. Um, Eamon, quals to uh, Malo this week. Uh, my Malo for this week... It's hard. I, if, I'm, obviously, it's hard because it's one match. Um, the slightest Malo maybe would have been that the exchange with Phoenix and Ivelisse, just from a fact of... I think it would have worked fine if Ivelisse was the only woman in the match. Yeah. Yeah, you know because I mean? like, cause you're, you're showing Phoenix backing off from Ivelisse, where at the same time, Pentagon is beating the fuck out of Taya. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, well, in that case, it's kind of cool, because Pentagon doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. But, like, I think, because Phoenix still had to wrestle Taya later on. Mm-hmm. Like they do some stuff later on, and like now if that was son, if that was son of havoc, totally makes, makes more sense. sense. That makes more sense because they're they have a like relationship in that sense, right? Um, yeah. even even if it was like, let's say Mac and Sexy Star, like if there had already been established, as far as I know, Evilise and Phoenix have not really shared ring time at all. Not really at all. Phoenix was supposed to be their tag partner at one time, right? Or. No, no, no. That's no, no. That was that was a different team. I'm, I'm mixing up the the trios matches. Yeah. Um, but no, like, I can understand it if there was that point where like Phoenix finally retaliated on Evilise, mm-hmm. but you didn't get that, and then he just went on to wrestling Taya. Yeah. Do you think this was supposed to be an Helico spot? Maybe I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's because unfortunate. that makes more sense. Yeah. Well, I think it's super unfortunate that Helico like missed kind of most of the season. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Um, Meemaw this week, and I don't say this about Lucha Underground at all. Like, I hardly ever do. The match was a little predictable. I'm not down. I'm not downplaying the quality of the match. The match was fun as shit to watch. Don't get no. me wrong. But as soon as, like, Cuerno went out right away, I'm like, oh, okay, I know where we're heading. So, because I want to ask you about that, like, so if it was down to Cuerno and Pentagon, you think it could have been more like, like, it could go either way? Uh, as, see, the thing is, I knew we weren't, I knew Phoenix wasn't winning. Yeah. Like, uh, Phoenix winning, Phoenix is not the story. Phoenix had his story in the beginning of the season, and has not had anything of note since. No, I understand. He hasn't. Like, well, I'm, he's been. Del- he still have great matches, but he's. It's still like, I agree. After um, Aztec Warfare, and after the match he had with Mata- the singles match with Matanza, yeah. like it's more like he's been working these kind of multi mans in a way. I could see him maybe doing another like. As far as what he'll do for Ultima Lucha, I predict him being in another like Gift of the God seven way. No, I no. What I think is going to happen for Ultima Lucha, I think, because it was Johnny Mundo who took Phoenix out of their trios. That's a good. Then, then they won the trios title, so I think we're going to have Phoenix, Aerostar, and Drago against Team Wild Stallions. Wild Stallions, yeah. which makes sense. But at the same time, I feel, and I felt this way last week too. Like Phoenix felt off. Not in his wrestling, but just why was he there? Because I would have liked to see someone else who's had a bit more of a through line in that match, like a kill shot. Or hell, Amari the Moth. 
that would have been awesome. Marty, like, on the team with, with Ivelisse and Taya, and then having to fight them, that would have been amazing. I agree. I, I, I think it would have helped if... I think the announced team, I think, should have kind of made a more point of selling that Phoenix is the former champion who lost it in Aztec Warfare, lost the match to Matanza, and he wants to get back to that point. Mm-hmm. I think it was, I, obviously maybe not in, in like backstage segments or whatever that hasn't been like the complete through line for Phoenix because he's, he's kind of been like you said he's had this stuff with Johnny and stuff like that. But if I think the commentary sold that enough in the match, you I could buy the story of Phoenix winning. Or even if he just does a promo before the match, yeah, or something like that. Like like something because like Johnny and Taya I care about because they're too charismatic for me not to care about them. You know what would have Pentagon been? is obviously like the guy that they're pushing. Yeah, Erno had a great thing with Mill, and Ivelisse is the ultimate underdog in the match because she's got no friends and she's a woman, so yeah. she's immediately. Also, in that case, I kind of wish Ivelisse stayed in slightly longer. Yes, I was about uh, that. That was going to be my change. Just because they did a good job of selling the fact that like she faced Mill in the first episode, so she has that. You know, what if she can face Matanza? Mm-hmm. I, I think. Like I understand what they were doing, but like I think that was almost a she was almost more of a stronger contender than Phoenix in that way. Yeah. Just from how the commentary was kind of selling her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, again, this is not the fault of the performers at all. This is nothing to do with the No, it was a it's great just, match. It's just my interpretation of it. I like when it got especially when it got down to Pentagon and Phoenix, I'm like, well, Pentagon's winning this. Like Yeah. Like none of the fault like none of the false finishes got me. And Lucha Underground, they're usually very, very good at doing that. No, I like, like if that was, and all right, I'll just, I'll just do my cambio. I would have had Pentagon Mundo be the last two. Really, I would have had Pentagon Mundo be the last two because Johnny Mundo versus Matanza is something I kind of want to see. It's I feel I like see. that's fun. Well, here's my thing. I think it's yeah, I agree, but also like. Based off of the way their characters have gone, like I don't see them crossing paths other than like it's for the title. You know what I mean? I feel like the Matanza thing. Here's the thing: that is a good thing and a bad thing, almost in a way. Is that I feel the Matanza. You get the sense that the Matanza thing is much bigger than just a title match. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. It, so, it's like, it's like fighting Brock Lesnar. Right. It's like fighting Brock Lesnar. Like. If you go up against Brock Lesnar, it's not just a normal match, regardless of what, like the card could say. It's you're going up against a beast, like a monster. So because of that, you kind of need somebody with either a story or like who is on that kind of possible that contested level to kind of go up against Mataza at the biggest show. Because mm-hmm. you know, you know what I mean. I think it's also because this isn't just a title shot. If it was just a title shot. Then it could. I think the match could have gone a multitude of different ways. But the fact, particularly that this is at Ultima Lucha, I think also is one of the things that makes it just that level of predictable. I don't. Th- here's the thing. I agree it's predictable, but it's definitely it was the way to go. Like that's the story to tell. Yeah, but like, see, the thing is, no one else in this match has had anything that even remotely crossed over with Matanza. Now, if you had had Pentagon take the opposite team last week. Like, and no, no, like, like, cause Chavo was originally supposed to be, uh, was on the team. You're actually right. Chavo was on the other team. And he took him out. El Dragon Azteca. 
Raiden. Oh, no, Dra- Mysterio, no, son of Havoc. Well, Dra- Dragon Azteca was on the team. Oh, Dragon. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, but Puma. Still, Ray Puma. 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 That's what I was thinking of. Puma, Puma Ray, son of Havoc, and Pentagon. You put those four guys in a match. I will not know who wins that match. Yeah, because I think Puma and Pe- Puma and Mysterio, especially. I think. And more- Havoc is a dark horse pick too, because right. Havoc is always a dark horse pick. Right, but I think the, even those three, Puma, Pentagon. Mysterio feel more like any of these guys could take on Matanza because we haven't seen Puma Matanza. We haven't seen Mysterio Matanza since they were the last two in Aztec Warfare. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree with you completely. Yeah, I would, that's what I would, yeah, that's what I would change is that Pentagon should have been on the other team. Yeah. Because I'm not saying Pentagon versus Matanza is the right call, in my opinion. Yeah, I still feel that's the right call. I just would have liked a little less predictability in getting there. I think here's the thing. I agree with you completely. Uh, uh, I also think that's why the crowd kind of benefited because they haven't seen the whole backstage promos with Pentagon. So I feel to that's them, true. to them, it could have gone more ways than to what we feel. That's this is true. This is true. I can see that. Oh, by the way, and I wanted to mention this. Um, a supplemental bueno for Vampiro. <laughs> yeah, Vampiro was <laughs> because great. the his reaction at the end of the match. Ooh, oh, that was good. Mm-hmm. That was really and and the best part is the crowd had no idea why he was reacting like that, and that's why Pentagon Junior is Batman. <laughs> he is because Batman. Dark Knight Rises, Pentagon guy's back broken. He went to an odd bald mystic who fixed him, but then said, you're still not ready. Batman goes back anyway. He fights the big monster with a weird mask and a sidekick that is oddly European. (laughs) Basically, I'm waiting to see a Cerro Miedo logo in the sky. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, uh, yeah, that's... Also, I want the 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 congressman to find out that Pentagon Junior is related to someone right before Pentagon Junior dies, <laughs> and then uh, it eventually ends up in a cafe with, oh, let's say, sexy star. This has gone too far. This has gone too <laughs> far off the rails. Um, but no, uh, so so I guess gonna wrap this up. Pentagon wins. Yes, and threatens to break Matanza and Dario's bones. Yep, all of them. All of them. All of them, every single bone. Um, even, I agree with the prediction. Oh, by the way, but... in case you didn't know, his name is Pentagon Jr. Seto Miedo. Just in case you didn't know. I think, I, I, I agree completely with the predictability of the match a bit. This still didn't harp on the fact that I am so excited for this match at Ultima Lucha. Oh, don't get me wrong. Ultima Lucha, I am fucking hyped for. <laughs> but, I mean, and... And you know what it is? This is kind of Lucha Underground's fault because I now hold it to a higher standard right, than yeah. the other wrestling shows. I mean... No, I understand that. Yeah. That, that's just the way I see it now. And for, for, for this to be such a by the... And you know what? Even if it was by the numbers like this, if they had thrown in a segment at the end with like the cops or something like that, I probably, probably would, I probably would have forgiven the whole thing. Probably would have forgiven the entire thing. I can understand that. 
Yeah, because like even at the end when uh, Pentagon was celebrating, I'm like, okay, okay, where are we getting next? Where's the Marvel ending? And then it just went to black. I'm like, aw. It's been a couple weeks in the row now, and it makes me sad. Yeah. I miss the Marvel endings. Yeah. Actually, no, I think because the the mill stuff was a Marvel ending. Yeah, I was going to say the mill stuff was a Marvel ending. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind that, yeah. Yeah, so we're good. All right, uh, so Eamon, where did you rank Lucha Underground this week? Uh, Lucha's still number one for me. Um, I think that both from a – yeah, I, I do agree with you. I do agree with your points. I do think still it was the better show this week just because NXT didn't completely do it for me this week. Okay. And impact, duh. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lucha is number two for me this week. Again, just the predictability. Like, that's really the only reason. Um, I, there was nothing wrong with the match. The match, I thought, was a lot of fun. Um, I would have liked to see a little bit more East Taya stuff. Yeah. Like, I will say, without, without Mundo in the mix, like I would have liked to see them actually go at it a little bit, but yeah. I, we're saving that for Ultima Lucha, I assume. But I will say, like, and this is going to make me sound weird, but it's not meant to sound weird. I my favorite parts of the match were just when like the, Johnny and Taya would be doing stuff, and then Pentagon would just randomly run up and just kick her in the thigh. <laughs> like those are my favorite thing. Like just the timing of it. Well, yeah, because Pentagon had the thing where he was a berserker and wanted to attack everyone at any time. There was no like down period for him. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he had no allegiances in that match at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean it, it, it worked. But uh, I'm so hyped for Ultima Lucha though. I, oh. I I can't wait for that match. Do you think that's gonna be like a stipulation match, or you think it's gonna be? Like a Sarah Mayoto match? I could see that. That's what I'm thinking. I could definitely see that. Do you think we're going to see light tubes again? Because I think we're going to see light tubes again. I'm going to get really scared. <laughs> I'm going to get real scared. But <laughs> Me yeah. too. Um, okay, before we um, do our plugs, I think now is the best time to mention that uh, in about a month, we will be having a guest here on the Midweek War. And that guest is... El Hijo del Cueto himself, Krista Joseph. He'll be coming back on this show to talk Ultima Lucha. Now, um, there's conflicting reports. I think it's going to be right after Ultima Lucha Part 2. If not, it might be in the middle of a Part 2, Part 3. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, he's definitely going to be on the show. So, um, in the coming weeks, if you have questions for him, please email them to us at goodtimesatwrestlingmayhemshow.com. And we will absolutely ask him those questions unless they're about his alter ego. Um, we don't talk about that. We, we don't, don't talk. We don't talk about that anymore. I might make one joke. Um, <laughs> all right. So, Eamon, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Eamon Two, please, and also check out uh, Inspire Pro Wrestling, the company I'm involved with over at InspireProWrestling.com. All right, you can find me at MadMike4883 on the Twitter machine. Also, feel free to check at Mayhem Show every Wednesday night. As soon as I get around to it, look for the hashtag MM, and I live tweet Lucha Underground. And there weren't many jokes this week because it was one match, but still, look out for it. It's a, it's a good time. All right, uh, so for Eamon Payton, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been your Midweek Walk! With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.